it was just such a powerful idea of community, I thought. We've helped a family who lost their dad to COVID, sadly. We think the stuff you're doing is amazing and you're making a difference. And Because not everybody gets dealt a good hand all the time in life. We look up to people like you and think, wow, what an amazing thing you're doing. So thank you. Hello, you are tuned in to Always an Alternative, the podcast where we discuss serious youth violence and the impact it has on our families, friends and communities. We also discuss gang crimes, unpicking the mind of individuals that went down the wrong path to discover the pivotal point which enabled them to change their lives around. Real talk, real people. Enjoy listening. If you'd like to introduce yourselves, like who you are and what is it that you do, please. Yeah, so uh, I'm Sue Greenwood and I'm here with Nicola Vasey and the third person in our group is Vicky Peacock and we are together, we are 500 together and uh, we're a Sheffield-based fundraising group and it's a really simple idea what we aim to do is get 500 people to put one pound into a pot and then anyone who's a member can nominate where that pound goes and um, the aim is to help people who need um, need a helping hand um, or to help some small organisations or charities around in around Sheffield um, and we give up to £500 away at each time and um, so far we've got about 250 members so it's going going good. Yeah that's great so um, you said this is the three of you all together in the team do you all have certain jobs or do you all just do bits and bats we're kind of quite um, freestyle in some of the stuff we do, but we've fallen into maybe a bit of a groove. So, for example, I run the Instagram channel, but then, you know, Sue helps me with that as well. Vicky and Sue do a lot of the um, the stuff we do in the media, is it? Well, that sounds really fancy. It's not that fancy, but occasionally <laughs> uh, BBC Sheffield have said, oh, do you want to come and have a chat with us? And we've been in the store and stuff as well. Vicky always holds the pen on the email going out to everybody saying this is where our donations have gone. Um, but, you know, I do Facebook stuff. This, and there's some really interesting, I mean, I've majored on the admin side of things, but actually um, working with people who've been nominated and where we might be giving money, that's a really important role as well. Um, and we've all um, at various points been involved in some of that Um and that bit is probably the most rewarding bit, I think, actually. But um, I don't know. So you've got other jobs. What have I? I know you're busy. Have I missed any of your jobs out? Yeah. So I think I think you've captured it all there. Um, and I guess yeah, just building on the the developing the nomination. So people from our group nominate someone, and then we kind of look into it a little bit. Maybe call the the people. Um, who've who've made the nomination and chat a bit around it, their idea and why they think there's a need there and why they think it might help. And then um, we might contact the people who've been nominated, sometimes, not always. Um, and then there's a, just a kind of coming to an agreement about what it is that we can do to help. Um, it'll be money towards a specific thing or when it's charities, it'll be towards a particular um, fundraising thing that they're doing like yourselves when we donated to your always an alternative fund um, so yeah it can be a variety of things so there's a bit of kind of work around that that we do and then also agreeing what we can publicly say when we feed it back to the members which is another part of 
a really lovely part of 500 together is that everybody knows what happens to their one pound a week because we feed back to them this this donation this latest donation has gone here or it's gone there and it's gone to help this specific problem or this issue that this person's had or um, this uh, fundraising thing that a small charity is doing and people really like that it gives you that connection to where your pound your donation has gone and that's why I think we're a little bit different to, to big maybe mainstream ch charities which do great work and we wouldn't take anything away from that but ours is really kind of direct help at the point of need and it's really light touch so it's easy to to operate and um you know it's really quick as well we get we get make decisions sort this kind of the conversations out and agree on the text that we're going to use to um publicize what's where our donations gone and we can get money or whatever's needed to people really quickly so it, it works really well so you did mention other like companies or groups that do fundraising and i think that the idea that you've got is really good and really unique how did you decide to do it like that have you thought about it for a while or did it just come like i don't know just appear into your mind or what what was the process of getting there well actually it's based on an idea that so vicky the third member of 500 together kind of the main team um she has got a friend in manchester and there's a group in manchester um that operates in a similar way and vicky was a member of that group and she thought wow this is a really good idea but it was kind of, um, she's found that quite often there were calls for things happening in Manchester or other parts of the country. And she thought, God, it'd be brilliant if Sheffield could have one of these groups and we could really um, market it, if you like, as a Sheffield-based um, group and help people in Sheffield, although we're not strictly limited to Sheffield, but, you know, it gives yeah, yeah. us an identity in that. And um, so she uh, um, was chatting to me one time saying oh I really wanted to set this up and I was like yeah this is a brilliant idea like you it's just I thought this is so simple but it could make such a difference to people's lives so so um so yeah we started thinking about how to do it and then I had a drink I was in the bar with Nicola and um Nicola was saying what are you doing you know blah 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 and I got chatting to Nicola and um was telling her about 500 together and Nicola you were going yes this is brilliant weren't you <laughs> Well, it's so, the idea is so simple. And I like the fact that as well as it, you know, a pound a week for a lot of people, they don't miss. It's a really small amount of money. But also I love the idea of bringing a whole bunch of people together who collectively could make way more difference than they would do sat at home with their one pound, as, you know, people tend to do. It was just such a powerful idea of community, I thought, and yet so simple. And it, the, it wasn't loads of red tape, wasn't loads of complexity. It was more about low cost for loads of people who, you know, their heart's in the right place. They want to help other people because not everybody gets dealt a good hand all the time in life. Mm. Um, and it just felt like a really simple thing to do to help people um, who were in those circumstances. Um, because if, you know, the last year hasn't taught us anything. Everybody can find themselves in really difficult situations. Not everybody does. Mm. And the fact that we aren't in difficult situations, I think is lucky. I think we're lucky. And I think 
um, it's really good to get a bunch of pe- people together and say, why don't we do something together that makes a bit of a difference? Yeah. Um, and it's rooted in the community, which is, I think, really good as well. And Yeah. You know, and every single pound that we collect as well goes back out to people who need it. There's no overhead on office. We, we're all volunteers. So every single pound that's donated goes back out to people who need it or, or a charity that needs it. Yeah. I think that's the main thing about this. It is a hundred percent community. People have a say of where the money's going, so that they can feel, you know, like they've actually made a difference personally. I got nominated once, and I won it once, which I'm very, very grateful for. And that went towards the money for the knife bins, which we secured. We're just looking to get nice. them out. But can who can win it? Can any, does it have to be a charity? Does it have to be a not for profit? Can it just be anybody? So the model that we've got, the simplicity of it is that members can nominate anything they want to. The sort of guidance we give out is there's got to be a need there. There's got to be a reason why you would do it. And it's got to be um, someone who we feel that we could help with that up to 500 quid or a group that would uh, really benefit from that. Um, So it is, it's individuals, uh, families, charities organizations um it's it's anybody who needs that and we can clearly demonstrate a need and and that we can make a difference with the donation that we have um so it's based on that yeah what kind of call it evidence do, do like your members need to put forward is it something as simple as someone that they know or is it someone from the paper or where, where do you get like your evidence and stuff from yeah they said members tell us about well the uh, this is happening, this person needs a bit of help. And then we'll generally call the, that member or email that member and ask them a little bit more about them. And um, I think partly because uh, the way it's grown up with 500 together, we actually know a lot of the members. So, okay. for example, the, the last nomination that we did, which was for a family who were getting rehoused um, and the, their current accommodation was so in such a poor state, it had mould and damp so all their furniture and their carpets were absolutely unusable and they moved to a new house this young family um without the means to to carpet it and get all new stuff and it's a member who said can we help this family a little bit with this situation and i used to work with them that that member so um to some extent a lot of the members that we know that we have we know personally so there's that element of trust there already but we do go through um a process of kind of checking out what people are suggesting and just doing a bit of a sense check really um, on what what it is they're suggesting because you'd hate you'd hate for it to go like to the to the wrong place and i think that i've looked i keep i follow you on all your social media and all all the people that have won it i've i've never once thought oh well they don't need it or they you know like it could yeah. go better elsewhere. I think that all all of the ones that I've seen that I think like they've deserved it, and I can fully understand why a members put it forward and why you guys agree um, to to let them win. So you you've just said that you've helped a, a family with moving. Um, you've helped me, and what what are some other people that you've that have won, and what were their reactions? Because my reaction was when I got the email. 
I nearly deleted it. I was like, who's trying to scam me out of money now? I was like, oh my word, like another one of those emails. And then obviously I, I went on to, um, I don't even know if you had a website then, you know. I might have just gone on yeah. to your social media and I thought, oh, well, I'll I'll just be courteous and I'll, I'll reply sort of thing. But I, I, I was overwhelmed. I thought it was a really good thing, um, even though we've not spoken about it. Uh, but yeah I was very grateful but what other kind of reactions do you get? Obviously really really pleased and really grateful for the help and because of the mixture of things that we give to um, so we've got organisations or charities that we've given to like Suit Works which helps um, unemployed people get the clothes that they need for an interview so that they they can get over that barrier of um, you know when you've got an interview you've got to look good haven't you and got to yeah. um, dress in smart clothes and some people that's a barrier to get in getting an interview so we've given to suit works we've given to food banks we've given to archer project um we've young given carers. to yeah young we've carers in appliances we've bought carpet um oh, you know all i mean actually it's probably worth doing a list at some point because they'd just be quite hilarious if nothing else of the whole range of random stuff that we've <laughs> bought in that period of time um And a big theme recently has been connecting people as well. So the young carers um, didn't have a laptop at home, you know, a bit difficult to do, well, a lot difficult to do schoolwork, that sort of thing. So we got them laptops, but um, a whole variety of stuff. But your reaction isn't a new one, Ant. (laughs) I think quite quite often people can't believe it, you know. It's it's crazy. It takes a bit of explaining to them, I think, about why someone might do this. And, and that's the thing. I know, doesn't it just go to show like what kind of a world we live in for people to be so like cautious as someone trying to help you? I think, yeah. I think it, it's so crazy for me. And I don't know, I just think it's really good again. I don't know how many times I'm going to tell you it's really good, probably, <laughs> probably a few more times, but just <laughs> excuse me. So um, you said earlier, how, how many members have you got currently? We've got just over 250. Just over 250. Uh, yeah. And your plan is so, to get 500. 500. So we hit um, only in the last week our halfway milestone. Um, so that was pretty exciting. But yeah, we, we want to get the other half because, um, you know, we can, in theory, give away £1,000 uh, a month with that membership. Yeah. Um, you know, if we get the right nominations, but we would love to be able to give away more, and that's what it—that's what it means to us to have members. It means we can make more donations. We can, if we hit five hundred, we can double the amount of donations we're making to people. Um, and having sort of made thirty odd now, um, and seeing the, the power of of those donations and difference it's made to thirty odd different people. Yeah. Um, plus um we we want to hit that target but yeah we're not there yet i think you will um have you considered getting like little videos done of little videos sent in from the people that have um won that'd be quite good um i don't know if you thought about that idea but i know that's something i'd like to see 
Yeah, well, you could be our first person then, couldn't you? I'll, yeah. do, I'll do what you want. I've got, you'll have to wait until... We'd love it if you were down. You have to wait yeah. until we're outside of lockdown because I, I had my beard trimmed, so I'm, I'm looking a bit wild. <laughs> 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 so while we're still on it, members, how do you come at, become a member and who do you talk to? It, well, straight. It's we hope it's pretty straightforward, but... Um, it's really easy. The place to go to is probably our website. So the address is www.500together.co.uk. It's got all the info there. It will basically tell you what we do with the money, tells you, please, can we have one pound a week from you? Um, and then it gives you details about how to set that up. So we ask our members to set up a standing order because we want you to be in charge of the ta- cash coming out of your account. Um, and there's details on the website about how to set your standing order up and then you drop us an email to say you've done it but if you've got any questions because you know people sometimes want to look at some of these things we've got testimonies from members on there Um, we tell you loads about the donations that we've made we've got a blog on there as well that tells you about all the donations we've ever made it's a great blog Um, but also you can email us if you want to talk to somebody to make sure we're real people um and normal people then drop us an email we'll get in touch um but yeah that's probably the best place to go but i've had people contact me on instagram to ask if they join those sorts of things so um yeah go to the website or go to our social media okay i'll make sure i'll make sure i'll put those details in the description so people can easily go there so the next question is what are your plans for the future and i'm guessing to get to 500 members Sure. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that is our aim to get to 500 members. But I think the, the beauty of this model is that as we've been building up towards those 500 people, we can, we've can we still been able to do so many so much stuff. With It just takes a little bit longer to build up the, the money to give away, but we've been able to do it. And we've done 35 donations so far. And I mentioned some of those charities that we've done, but we've done loads of individuals and put money towards a young lad who's saving up for a new wheelchair We've helped a family who lost their dad to COVID, sadly. We've helped people who's suffering with cancer. We've helped a woman flee fleeing domestic violence with getting a few basics for her new flat. And um, we've helped a carer as well. So we've we've been able to do so much with, with the members as it's building up as well. So we hope to get to 500 members and we hope to carry on doing the stuff that we're doing and, and helping people in our community. Yeah, it's great stuff. So your members, are they just your normal people or are they professionals or are they experts in any sort of fields? What are they? What what do the members look like? Well, it's quite a range, I think, um, of 250 people. And, um, you know, we have um, a small committee that helps us make decisions on nominations and we take that seriously because sometimes you might have a few nominations and you you have to make um, really difficult decisions about where you put your money. So that kind of core of about six of us, combination of a couple of civil servants, a psychologist, a health worker, a social worker, a carer. So it's a real mix. And then when you look across our membership, um, you know, it's people doing office jobs or it's people who um, run bakeries or artists or um more civil servants or you know just a whole basically a complete range of people 
all different ages um and um i think that's one of the great things as well it's completely diverse um and we really like that yeah i think that makes all the all the difference doesn't it because if you were just like if you was looking for a certain cohort of members then like the your reach would be limited and i don't think you get as far as what you have done because you've done when, when did you start it how how old is it so uh, we started in september 2019 i think so it's just over a year old really wow and you've got so, 250 yeah. members already i think that's brilliant again no. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's brilliant have you thought about making a facebook group or some sort of i don't know a forum for people that you've helped to join so they can talk to each other and maybe they may be might be able to help with um i don't know maybe not a donation but maybe a project that they might have the expertise in or things like that yeah I i think um one thing that we've heard people say who've received donations from us is that they're sometimes not in a position themselves to sort of pay that forward or repay the kindness but they do they're so grateful and they say when I'm in the position to to help people back then they feel that they will do that but sometimes some of the people that we've helped are in quite desperate situations so um so yeah it it would depend on the people but certainly the charities and things that we've given to they they've sometimes joined 500 together themselves Mm -hmm. so they're then part of our our group and um they'll talk about us and spread the word about us which is great mm. um so it's more more around that sort of thing really so far okay so ha- what what you set up like are you a not-for-profit are you are you a limited company or you're just doing it because you want to we're just doing it because we want to and yeah, my um, kind of people <laughs> we looked into uh, the charitable status stuff and maybe you know maybe if we get quite big in the future maybe we'd do that but at the moment we're keeping it really simple yeah. um you know really no bureaucracy we can keep it we can do this as well as our day jobs you know we've all got day jobs and things and um it's a really simple model that works in the way that we're running it so um that's how we're gonna stick to it so far i, I think, think that's right I think it's fair to say we're really proud of the fact that every single last pound goes straight back out the door. I'm I'm the same, and I don't think people really understand like how charities work, the amount of overheads they have. That if they was giving that same, I I don't think a charity could actually run off people giving it a pound. They've got that much overheads. Um, the way that you guys are set up is absolutely perfect. It's a bit like how I'm set up. I know I I made mine recently into a not-for-profit that was only for funding around like sports and other stuff outside of the violent crime that I deliver. But mm. I don't take away from no, no work that I do on that side of thing. Okay, as you get bigger, it's going and you get more members, there's going to be a lot more work to do. <laughs> how are you going to like balance it with work and with doing 500 together well we haven't really had that conversation <laughs> because i, 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 mean, I can I... assure you it is going to get there you're going okay so <laughs> you, let's just imagine now you've got 500 members what you hope for imagine like how many people are gonna like put somebody forward that's like that's going to how many do you get um currently so out of the 250 members how many um people put forward uh, a nomination 
actually it's it goes in peaks and troughs we sometimes get mm. a little bundle of four or five nominations but then there'll be a few weeks where we don't get a nomination so it doesn't feel like it's massively burdensome at the moment and it feels like up to 500 it would be manageable and we would be able to, so if we got i don't know 10 a week or something like that it feels like we could manage that um i think if we got any bigger than 500 then we might have to sit sit back and think exactly how we're going to do it but up to 500 I think is is going to be manageable based on how it's going with 250. Yeah 250 feels quite comfortable now and actually um, the last year has been really good because it's given us space to work out how to do things pretty efficiently actually behind everything else that's going on and because there's a core team of us some sometimes someone's busy and another person's less busy and all that kind of thing yeah. um so the team bit of this is really important and you know we mustn't forget that we've also got 250 people behind us that are part of 500 together and um it's really nice to think that you can draw on help from some of those people that might be interested in helping if ever we needed to do something like that so um yeah, I I think it's I, th I think it's really good, and I think it's um, really good to be able to volunteer with lots of other people and do interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah, we definitely do. We pick up the, you know, some people have a really crazy time at work um, in our little core group. So we we other people can pick up stuff from them, and then it, and it happens the other way around. So it, we do work really well together, actually, and I think that is one of our strengths and. Um, it it means we, we can help each other out when stuff is in our in our rest of our lives is busier. So it works really well. Okay, so um, as you know, I work a lot around like youth violence, and that obviously it it is the violence part of it. But there are other topics that blend into it all with one. So you've got mis um, drug misuse, you've got mental health, anger management, and stuff. Like how mm -hmm. often? because you you know you're like a charity and you're giving much back have you noticed like an increase of like young people that are um at risk of like getting involved in violent gangs and crimes and stuff like that or haven't you really noticed a difference we're probably one step away from from directly seeing that so we certainly hear that um, people, you know, families and organisations are under pressure at the moment and COVID has sort of made things a little bit, well, a lot worse for, for some people and it's unfairly um, kind of affecting probably people with less money. It's affecting them more and yeah. people in the communities. Um, mm. So we certainly have that sort of feedback and I guess that would probably feed into, eventually feed into things like um, youth um crime or serious violence and um yeah just generally issues around deprivation don't help in that that sense do they and i think your your mental health point actually and amongst that i think is really important um more generally i think you you know if you read the news the impact of the last year or so on people's mental health whatever your age whatever your circumstances um there's just a lot of noise about it. Even if you like look across yeah. your friends and your family, yeah. you see people who are struggling. And then 
you know, I'm, I'm sure there'll be research done about this stuff and the longer term impact of this, but um, there's lots of speculation about the levels of mental health support kids are going to need going forward, all those sorts of things. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not sort of necessarily linking that to um, some of the knife crime and gang stuff that we've just talked about, but sometimes, you know, there is a link, sometimes there's not, but yeah. there's a the mental health side of things more broadly, I, I think is probably what we end up seeing a bit more of. Yeah. Um, and you can't help but think uh, we're going to see more nominations in that space going forward or people who were affected by the last year and the difficulty, difficulties it's caused them or the family. Um, so, yeah, I I think we, we will be seeing more and more nominations going forward, for sure. Say if you get a nomination... And they, unfortunately, they don't um, get the money because for whatever reason, um, would you still do a bit of work with that nomination? For example, if you got somebody nominated, let's say somebody that is suffering from um, mental health, they're feeling a bit low and stuff because of, of COVID and whatnot. Um, however, somebody else, one that you thought would more suitable, would like a member have a dig about and try and signpost that um, nominee to somewhere where they could get a bit of help? I mean, I must say, most of the time, I don't think there's been many nominations that we've turned down at all. So we ha- we try and help every everybody, that everyone we've been nominated. And if we if we haven't, it'll be, there'll be a kind of quite reasonable reason and the person who's nominated will, will get where we're coming from. But um, if... If we had something like that, yeah, we would try and signpost or we would talk to the person who nominated them and, and talk with them about what else um, what else they and us could possibly do to help. And I think the good thing about um, when we think about some of these nominations and like we have those conversations that Sue's talked about, we've started to build a bit of a, a network locally of just in, really informally of people that we know that can help with stuff. um and then that just keeps growing and it's nothing you know partial formal it is just based on picking the phone up and having a normal conversation with somebody um you know this is in no way a profession for us we're volunteers we're trying to do a good job but it's it's amazing how many other people there are locally who are trying to do good stuff and to help people um you know like chatting to you this afternoon on the podcast um, it's those sorts of connections we wouldn't have otherwise made with people that um, it's nice to chat to people that like you are trying to do something that's helpful to help other people. Um, and so we we try and use that where we can um, if we think it's helpful to some of the nominees that, that maybe we've not been able to support. What happens <laughs> when you get 501 members? <laughs> I mean, we'll be we'll be pretty happy with that, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you think, because I get this a lot, because I've got a, a business that is my income of money, I can do what I, I like with my um, knife crime and, and violent crime stuff for free, as with you guys, because you've you've got your job. Now, if you didn't, have the job and the income that you've got would you see yourself still doing the same thing because for me I always tell people like look if I never had an income like I wouldn't be doing all of this what I'm doing now I I simply couldn't do it because I've got a family to look after etc etc and 
you know, people always expect that I'm I'm making money from what I'm doing, which it quite annoys me because I, I don't make money from it. It all goes back in. So yeah, back to the question: If you didn't have your jobs and like an in, uh, an income, would you still do what you're doing, or would you go about it a bit differently, or would you um, try and set it up in a way where you could get paid from it because you should be getting paid for it because it's a brilliant job you're doing. It's not about money. I can see that with you yeah. guys. It's not about money, but you know, you need money. Like essentially, if you yeah. had no other income, what could you do? Mm. Yeah, I think to be completely honest, if I didn't have my day job, I would, I would not be able to do this. I'd have to, uh, I'd, well, I'd be looking for a job. And But I would say um, I work part-time and part of the reason I work part-time is so that I can have time in the days I don't do my day job to do stuff like this so okay in a way I'm making a choice not to work as in a, in a paid job as much so I can do this as well and I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to choose that and have that opportunity to work flexibly um and all that kind of stuff so yeah but I think if, if I didn't have my day job I'd be you know I'd, it'd be a bit desperate situation because I've got family and bills yeah. and all the rest of it so I would uh, it would be difficult to do this without without a day job certainly um yeah so that's it for me that's all my questions have you got any questions to ask me or anything that you'd like to add um yeah well i mean it seems a bit of a missed opportunity and not to talk to you about what it was like uh being someone who received some money i know you've said a little bit about it but i'm really interested in uh how it felt for you and what you think of us because we kind of have these ideas that, you know, we're trying to do a good thing. We hope we're doing it right. We hope we're getting it right because, yeah. uh, you know, that's what we want to do. But it's, you know, it's not like we're professionals at any of this. So yeah. I'm really interested in what you make of us, basically. I thought it was brilliant. Like, I, I just set up the GoFundMe and the... Um, the raffle to get the money for the knife beans and it was so difficult i didn't understand how hard it'd be to raise all the money like 2500 pound is a lot of money and mm. when i received um i think it was 200 pound from you guys that was like equivalent to 30 tickets in this raffle and like you don't understand how much I was just so grateful like oh my word like I can at least knock numbers off the raffle now and I don't have to worry about it as much because I was I was worrying a lot because there was a lot of businesses that donated prizes and you know I, mm. I had to come up with the money um well not with the money I had to you know make sure that the ticket sold and what it did for me it was a it relieved some of the stress of me because I didn't have to sell as many numbers and B, it made me made me feel appreciated because you guys chose to give me the money. And I think it worked as a bit of motivation because I felt, well, it's not just me out here on my own trying to help people like you guys helped me. And and as I say, I looked at all your stuff and I and I could see where you was coming from. And it, you know, it, it made me feel um, appreciated and part of something bigger and most importantly it made me feel like I wasn't alone like it's just not me out here making a difference like why mm. the hell can't anybody else see all the issues we've got going on feel like I went on my own and that other people cared basically um 
Yeah, that's it was. That, that's it, it such was a, good. an amazing thing to hear as well because um, it's, it's not just it's not just the money, is it? It's that it that obviously is a massively important thing, but for, it's knowing that there's other people out there that 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 do care and that are bothered about what's happening in our communities and want to help each other. And that's yeah. one of the one of the big things we find uh, with with five hundred together is it. it it's the money is obviously a big part of it, but it, it's the other stuff around it as well. And the fact also where for us as members, we get to, and there's nothing wrong with this. We get really nice about the fact that we're doing this and that we're helping other people. And, and the members get that feeling of, wow, my pound this week has gone together with everyone else's pound to do this, this amazing yeah. thing. And, you know, so it's a, it's a win-win situation. I think and then they they sort of say to us as well I think quite often they sort of say what just like people who don't know me have given me some money um all these people and then you tell them how many members we've got at the time and then I think that is an another sort of wow like there's that many people that care enough to part of this sort of thing that might help someone like me um yeah, I, I think that that bowls over a few people when they hear about that. Uh, so nice feelings all round, basically. I think is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, mm, definitely. There definitely is. There's so there's so many. So how you've set up as well, like so many levels and so many people of uh, you know feel good and feel accomplishment, feel like they've made a difference. D- do you think the same will happen if you had to set up as a charity? Would you try and keep the core, core, you know, your morals and whatnot? They'll stay the same, but the issue is once you do change it to a charity, you then become a business and you have to act like a business. Um, do you think that would take away some of what you're trying to do or do you think you'd be able to do it so, you, you know, you're still getting as much of that pound to the person as possible? Mm. I mean, I, I think the the sort of values behind 500 together will always stick with us and the things that we want to do. Um, you know, I sort of said earlier, we're really proud of the fact that we get all of those pounds out the door. They go out to somebody. They're not sat with us. Um, but charities do really valuable work. Um, and I think we're just trying to do something that's a bit different. Yeah. Um, a bit more low maintenance. Um, you know I have an office job there's loads of bureaucracy with my office job it's so nice to do something that you can just kind of get on with it Um, and so you know I think we're trying to do something a bit different Um, and we're we're cool with that I think Um, yeah but our values that are are really important I think they will always drive what sort of decisions we, we make going forward. Yeah, I lo- I love different things, I love different approaches, and I'm gonna say it again, I love what you guys are doing. Um, so we've gone through basically everything that I can think of. We know where to become a member. We know that the members are an integral part of what you do, um, and we know how you choose the people that will get the money. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to add? or anything, any projects you've got going, or anything you'd just like to say? Uh, Join 500 together, everyone, and be part of something amazing. Yep, I I totally agree. I think that the things that you can get from it 
is, is crazy. And the different, what amazes me is the difference in people that can win it. You know, one day it could be, I don't know, maybe my knife bins. And then another day it's helping someone move or helping, you know, and I think it is all, all that I've seen are people that really do need that help. And, the, like you say, I think the money goes so far, but I think the fact that someone's taken the time to, to not understand them, understand the issues that they're having and maybe relate to them, which may help them get that bit of money. I think that's just as important. Just building on what you, you've just mentioned and the fact that we do, the donations that we make are so varied. I don't think the people, our members, the, the ones who didn't nominate, the whoever we've donated to, they wouldn't have found out about these people that we've donated to or these groups or charities necessarily. It, it's kind of, it, it's, um, they they find out when, we're, uh, when we've made the donation and they're always like, wow, I didn't know this, this person or this family or this organisation needed that help. It kind of connects people in that way, which is, mm. which is really quite an amazing thing in itself well when you get to your 500 mark which i think will be this year i don't know what you guys think but i think you'll probably crack it this year towards the end um there's a lot of people there that can get utilized so i think definitely looking into creating a group for people to to share their experiences and and to share um you know, what they might be able to help, not money-wise, but there might be a little bit of time that they can give because, you, you know, you might get, um, I don't know, a, a nomination where they need help painting a room where someone might not have the money, but they're able-bodied and, co- and um, one of the people that have won previously can go and help out and, you know, paint the room and this stuff like that. I think that th- there's a really big opportunity for you guys to make a very, a very good network that can go further than the money that you're giving. If does that make sense? It does, yeah. And I think we're already seeing little uh, inklings of that actually. So, for example, the last family that we gave to, we had a few messages after we let everybody know about them, and people say, "Well, I've got um, bedside table, I've got a mirror, I've got a microwave. Does the family need that?" And so we were able to contact the nominator who contacted the family and they said, yeah, yeah, actually we, we desperately need some of those things. So we're getting some stuff over to them in addition to the, to the money that we've given to help re-carpet their new house. So yeah, there's like, there's signs of that sort of network developing, I think. But yeah, that kind of stuff is really nice when it happens. And sometimes we've got some members that are just happy to pay the pound basically um, so there's a whole variety of people. So it's really nice when people do put themselves forward to help with some stuff. I bet it is. So how do you guys feel? I know that there's there's the person, there's the, your members, and then you've got people receiving the money. Like, you you guys created this. This would not have happened if it wasn't for you. How do you feel every time you make a nomination or... So, so do you get a, fee, a good feeling every time a pound's put in or do you get the satisfaction when someone receives the money? What, what are your feelings like? I think uh, for me, it's when, when we're able to put those pounds together and give that money to someone or an organisation or charity that really needs it. That is when I feel 
that we're really achieving something and and I am I, I do kind of now and again sit and think wow this is we've done this and we've done this with you know alongside everything else that's going on in our lives and we're, you know we've all got different different lives and different stuff going on and we've been able to do this and make a difference and that is what we set out to do so it is, it is really rewarding from that point of view for us and thinking about all the people that we've helped and being able to um you know give although it's not it's not kind of changing the world but it's like bits of it's bits of help of helping people over a difficult time or something has happened that where they need a helping hand so yeah it's really it's really great and I'm, I'm just you know part of me could be quite cynical how does this you know is this really going to work how do we really know that people are telling the truth could people be trying to do you know pull yeah. over? but but no it's not it's not been like that it's it's working brilliantly and the model of, that we've got is simple and it works and when you um think about the numbers of people we've got involved for me hitting the 250 felt like a big marker it was sort of halfway but every time I write a post whether it's about a donation or I'll write to the people that are following us on Instagram about you know whatever I can think about that might be interesting <laughs> I think people take an interest in what you're doing whether it's on social media or more importantly take enough of an interest to give you one pound of their money every week yeah. and it's humbling to think that many people have backed a thing that you're doing because what we're doing doesn't feel fancy to us the whole thing about it is it's simple we're not skilled in what we're doing we're just giving some time for a good idea and so like having people support you which is what our members do by giving us their pound every week and writing to us and chatting to us about things that's really um i think really humbling to to have people back you in that way yeah where so you help people um facing hard times and have so my big thing is always with people like you like with me like we're always we're always hearing like bad not bad stuff they're not bad stories but in fact they are they, they are quite bad because you know, you tend to hear from um, people that are going through a, ba a bad time or that need help, you know, and it depends if you see it as bad or bad or not. But how do you cope with that? Because for me, um, I think that you're constant, even though it's a bit different because you guys, are give, you can give back to try and help them people, but you still feel you'll still feel that attachment to that person and you still have to, like, understand um how bad it might be for suffering, let's like, say, example, from domestic abuse, if, if the woman's, you know, being hurt and, you know, you've been told this story, you're going to suffer. I, I wouldn't say it's as extreme as trauma, but you're going to suffer something from it. Some sort of emotional shake is going to happen. Like, how do you, how do you deal with, how do you deal with it like that? How do you get over it? You know, it might not be a thing. It might just be me that gets it because I have to hear some, some bad stories, but you know, how about you guys? Do you, how do you deal with that kind of, you know, information? Do you just forget about it or, or it's turn it off when you go to your normal job? What, what strategies do you use? 
I'm I'm like you, and it does go in. And I do think it's certainly some of the nominations that we've had out and think over, mull over, and think, I wonder what's happened to them. I think mm-hmm. the thing that helps me is having Nicola and Vicky and being able to talk to them about about our nominations and how we can help. And then actually, it feels really good to be able to help someone in in a situation like you've described that's that's a, a kind of action that we can do that that mm. will ease a little bit of the stress or the difficulties they're having it won't solve them or anything like that necessarily but it would certainly help towards that and so it's doing that but I also think kind of we could walk through life and close our eyes to everything that's going on around us and I don't want to be one of those people and things aren't always lovely and nice and that's the reality of life and 500 together is a way of kind of recognizing that and thinking well what can we do about it we can actually do a little bit about that yeah I completely agree with both of those two and I think we are in the lucky enough position to hear about these things where we feel like there's maybe something we can do to help might not be the complete solution often isn't for a lot of this stuff that we hear about but it will help that person or that family or that charity that's trying to do something really quickly for people. It will help them in the short term. Mm. Um, and so you're sort of in your, your brain box balancing between this is really awful. I feel so sad that this stuff has happened to this person or this family. Life's not very fair, is it? But then balanced with, but actually there's a, a little bit of something that we can do right now Um, and the really encouraging thing as well is quite often we hear about people in the context of them receiving other sort of local community support whether it's professional services or um, you know other support networks there's such a lot of brilliant frontline professionals in Sheffield and organisations that are helping people um, and they're not about giving money necessarily. They're about doing other stuff that's really important, like supporting them to feel safe, supporting with the mental health, rehousing them. So you often get a bit of that story as well. And I think that helps um, to balance out what can sometimes be, yeah, it can definitely be tricky stuff. But, you know, Sue's absolutely right. I don't think you should work, walk through life and think these kind of things aren't happening to people because they are. Mm. Have you got one nomination that that has like stuck with you, like you remember above the rest of him? I mean, I've got a couple of nominations that um, I sort of remember for being so different. Um, um, uh, So a little guy called Theo, who's got spina bifida that we helped um, with a new wheelchair. He was nine. Um, and it was amazing to put his really smiley picture on Instagram. Um, you know, he's he's um, clearly got challenges, but there's a picture of Theo looking really smiley and excited. Um, and that really stuck with me. It was such a nice nomination um, to be able to support. And one of our members who um, uh, has bakery, gave him some cookies and stuff as well. It was just really nice. She'd been touched by the story as well. And then we had another nomination for somebody in their 80s um, who until very recently had been working in um, a care home in Sheffield and unfortunately 
um you know that care home has it had some covid cases so you know that that those two examples for me just kind of say a lot about what 500 together is about because it's not about one helping one source of person or solving one sort of problem it's about trying to do a range of different things really the one that sticks in my mind is um there's there's a, a family that we've helped to asylum seekers so they have no recourse to public funds and they described their needs and they were so basic it was it was clothes for the kids because they were um going to school in you know it's getting cold it was sort of the tail end of last year so it was getting really cold they didn't have tights for the little girl they didn't have shoes that fitted them or coats um yeah. and they were also with homeschooling and stuff um, that we just had and we, you know we've thought about people being connected they didn't have um, I think they were all using one phone and it, it broke the phone so they had no kind of technology so we um, donated 500 pounds to them part of that was food vouchers um, part of that was clothing vouchers and then we bought them a, the family a laptop and they wrote back the most amazing thank you to us and the things they said they spent the money on was was kind of we can eat some nice food we can choose some food that we really like to eat we can buy some winter clothes for our children and we're really excited because um they're, they're going to have some new school shoes and um and the laptop is sort of transformed our lives and they they put, i can't remember exactly the line that they wrote it's something about thank you to 500 together and um uh, thank you and can it transform into five million thank yous to everyone it was it was just really nice to hear, hear from back from them. Um, but also to think, you know, how desperate their situation was um, and will continue to be. They will continue to struggle, but we have at least uh, helped with some of the stress and some of the immediate needs of just having food and clothes. The money can only go so far, but at least it's that initial bump or it will definitely help people a hundred percent. Well, you guys have got loads and loads of cases of, of saving the day kind of thing. Well, yeah, I can't think of anything else to ask. I think we've done absolutely everything. Can you guys think of anything or? I don't think so. I thought they were really good questions. And at the end, they were, um, I don't think we've been asked some of those questions. You started to ask us a bit at the end. Um, it's really made me think. I thought they were really good questions. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's it. I'm going to become a professional podcaster now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you have enjoyed our podcast. You can keep up to date with the work we do around knife crime, gun crime and gang violence via our website, www.alwaysandalternative.org.uk or our social media pages at AAA Mindset. Goodbye.